And now, two guys and a grill. The Barbecue Show with Stunt and Jake. Welcome to another episode of The Barbecue Show with Stunt and Jake. That's Stunt over there. That's Jake. And we are excited today, and we're going to dive right in, Stunt, because we have a special guest with us, April Graff from Hy-Vee. Hello. Thanks for having me today. So Absolutely. You're, you're, what, what's your official title? Registered diet, what are you, a dietitian? Nailed it. Registered dietitian. It means they know all the foods you should and shouldn't eat. Is what it comes down is that to, what right? They, I mean, explain to us. Let's start there. What exactly do you do as a as a dietitian? Well, so my role at Hy-Vee is a little different than maybe most dietitians in the clinic setting. All in all, I'm there as a resource for customers, but I really get to help people on that preventive side and helping provide the link or any tools to get people from where they are in their eating to where they want to be. Okay. So that could be reading labels. That could be learning how to tell if a pineapple is ripe. That could be learning how to cut or chop. That could be learning just basic education as well. But I get to play in the grocery store aisles. Well, that's, that sounds <laughs> yeah. kind of fun. I'm curious because I didn't think of it from that regard. Do you find that that's an obstacle for people to eat healthy is because of the preparation that goes into that? Like, you know, cutting and chopping and, you know, identifying a ripe pineapple or a good melon or whatever is, is that, that could be a roadblock. It's a huge obstacle because eating convenient mm-hmm. is very important to a lot of people. Very yeah. quick meals. And if you don't have the skills and comfort in the kitchen and it takes you 30 minutes to chop an onion. Ooh, you're not going to want to do that. You're not going to want to do that. Making fajitas is this big ordeal. But if you can learn how to do that in under a minute, now we're talking. Now we can pull in some more fruits and vegetables because fruits and vegetables, most of the time you have to do something with. It's not like a bag of chips or crackers where you open it up, put your hand in and you're chomping. Right. There's a little a little task that needs to happen, sometimes some cleanup Um, and then just knowing how it's ripe. If you buy something from a box you know it's ready to go. Right. If yeah. it's a pear or a pineapple, there's a little bit of finesse to that. So there's a learning people. curve. And yeah. a little, uh, my definition of couth is putting your potato chips into a, con- a dish to eat them from, <laughs> as opposed to just taking just them out of the bag. Out of the bag yeah. You know, so you I can know? see where there's some some the preparation part of it comes uh, <laughs> that comes into play with it. So, yeah. um, so you get a lot of contact with customers and doing all that. That's with, like, that's what I do. That's my job. You've been doing that at Hy-Vee for how many years now? More than fifteen years. Wow. Now. Yeah. I know your name's been there for a long time, and so it's yeah. been obviously a passion and something you've been doing working with a lot of folks. I love it. It's I can't think of a better job. I, again, I get paid to play in a grocery store. Yeah. Right, right. Now, do you help people also with, uh, as far as like recipes and things along those lines? Recipes I help people with. And a lot of times it's mostly, not necessarily a formal recipe, like here's a salad recipe, but just more formulas in okay. how to think about food. Because mm-hmm. I can give you a recipe. You could Google a mm-hmm. recipe, but that's not going to necessarily teach you how to incorporate it in in a healthy diet and lifestyle or a healthy meal. So I really right. kind of do maybe more broad strokes, sure. if you will, with nutrition and just give people the, again, the formula, the guidelines to do it for themselves. Well, and I know one of the things that I hear a lot from uh, some of our listeners and friends and uh, people I know is they'll say, I find these great recipes online. 
Uh, and then when I go through the recipe, I have to read seven paragraphs of the history of the person and their family <laughs> and why they came up. And like, I, I don't need all that. I just want to know how to cook the meal. <laughs> right. And so I could see where you, you could be that middle person that cuts out the, the extra stuff and gets, yeah. you know, gets right to the uh, well, into the action. Right. I do love a good story, but yeah, so we can help cut, <laughs> exactly. cut to the chase a little bit. Exactly. Sure. So um, I guess, we'll, you know, keeping in, uh, in tow with, uh, with the barbecue show, mm-hmm. um, what, do, what do you tell people that are looking for, you know, barbecue or grilling type things and recipes and foods? Do you have recommendations when it comes to those areas? Well, um, barbecuing can be a very healthy way to eat. I mean, especially depending on the cuts of meat that you're choosing. Um, you're cooking with lower fat. You're not deep fat frying it. Mm-hmm. You're not breading it, for instance. Um, and you can sear it, get a lot of great flavors from there. But then it's really about what else are you serving with your meal? Okay. Are you having a big pile of meat and sauce? Yeah. Or, and... Wait, this one's bad? <laughs> Which one is that? There's more. Okay, I see. And what else are you having with it? And so... You're sounding real like my girlfriend right now, and she always gets mad when I say, what are you talking about? <laughs> what is that? Wait, wait, what? <laughs> I have supper. It's I brought fine. the meats. I don't understand. In our world, vegetable is shrimp. Yeah, that's right. We've talked about that before. Shrimp is our vegetable, usually. Well, so so I'll be coming in every week now so we can talk through. So, and one of the questions that I had, and I know you guys didn't believe me, I prepped for this this conversation. Um, There's a few things that immediately came to mind that I'm sure you have advice for people on. And you kind of started to touch on one of those. And one of the questions I have is, does the meat cut or selection make a, a big difference? Like, you know, is there a healthier steak? Than a not, you know, like a sirloin, for example, has a lot less fat content than, say, a ribeye. Correct. Uh, are those yep. things that you take into consideration? I do for sure. So uh, if you have the word loin or round in the name, so sirloin, tenderloin, mm-hmm. those are generally a bit leaner cuts mm-hmm. of meat. Um, a lot of pork products, like pork chops and things, the the fat is on the outside. It's not so much marbled on the inside, which could be a challenge when grilling. And obviously, mm-hmm. you would ha- take that into consideration with your heat and temperature, which you guys are, I'm sure, experts in <laughs> much more than yes, I am. We like to think we are. Yes, that's us. We're the experts. I, I saw the trophy. No, I didn't yeah. see a trophy, actually, I don't think. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, there's trophies in the back, but that, we don't like to show them off. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're yeah. much more humble but, than that. But you can alter the nutrient profile of the meal, the calories, the saturated fat by choosing those leaner cuts okay. of meat. So sure. does Wagyu beef just make your head spin then? No, you know, all foods fit. It really is the portion size. So okay. we're talking in a dietitian's ideal world, about a quarter of your plate would be your protein. Okay. About half of it would be fruits or vegetables. Okay. <laughs> you said quarter of your plate. I'm thinking about the T-bone we made, which is literally <laughs> the, the entire the plate. plate. Yeah. I sometimes use the steak as the plate. Yeah. <laughs> Put everything on top of it. So you can have, again, more indulgent cuts of okay. meat if you're having smaller amounts. Sure. I mean, gotcha. food, food should be delicious, and we're not going to take away those really great marbled I just, products, I just want, and no one on the less. radio can see this, but I want you guys to see where it says portion size on my oh, notes right there. I, no. I had portion size on that. I like it. Yes, yes. Um, so let me ask you this. Is there a way to negate all of this expertise? And what I'm thinking of is I'm looking and I see you have some peppers here. One of our favorite things is poppers. And we take the peppers, uh, sweet peppers as well as jalapenos, hollow them out. Fill them full of cream cheese and wrap them in bacon. Now, have we just negated the entire pepper part of the portion? But I had vegetables today. It was fine. 
fine. Yeah. You haven't negated the benefits. You're still getting the fiber. You're still getting the vitamin A and those okay. nutrients. You have some compensation to cover for it. You should count for the fat you get from the bacon and the cream cheese as a part of your meal, but you're not saying, goodness, I shouldn't eat this because I'm not getting any nutritional benefits. Okay. You're just also getting some saturated fat and sodium. <laughs> well, <laughs> probably a lot of sodium. Yeah. Actually, before we go down to the vegetable route, you, I see you have a, a thing of spices there too. We're talking about sodium. Is there, uh, do we have to be aware of how much seasoning we're putting on our meat? Is it the amount that, we, I mean, is it that big of a deal when it comes to the, how big of chunks of meat we're having and things like that? Well, again, that's where portion size comes into play and limiting that protein portion a bit will limit the amount of sodium that you have. Salt's not bad for you inherently. We need salt and sodium, but you can swing it too far. You can also... um, hold off, I guess, on some of the negative things that sodium can do in regards to raising blood pressure, for instance, causing a little bit of like water retention um, by having high potassium. So potassium okay. interferes with what sodium can do to pull that, that okay. fluid in there. So yes. bananas. You guys didn't laugh at my joke. Potassium is the letter K on the the board. Oh. So when everybody says potassium, I always say K. Hold on. There's a... <laughs> no, forget it. Never Where's mind. your sound effect? To put put on the bump. There we go. I just wanted to make sure we acknowledge the joke at least. Come on. It was good. Whatever. But potassium is loaded in fruits and vegetables. Yeah. Not just bananas, not just potatoes, not just oranges, but in all fruits and vegetables. So that's where that okay. portion size and those balance and ratios, you can still, like we can still be friends at a barbecue and do our thing. We're just going to dish up a little differently probably on our right plates. right which is i mean and, and i guess it makes sense and there is i mean the, the the tricky part for a lot of guys who who grill and smoke and barbecue is that unlike in a kitchen setting where you're using an oven or even just a you know a saucepan to fry or do whatever uh when you start talking about open flames and smoking a lot of your seasoning is uh, is jettisoned and lost to the cooking process and so that's where i think um uh, someone like you would watch uh, someone prepping say ribs or something and go oh my goodness look at all the seasoning they're putting on there <laughs> knowing that and we're over seasoning knowing we're going to lose a lot of that seasoning a lot of that flavor during the process and so that that can be because there is a fine line where you can over season sometimes right. you know even in our world and and then you get that look from your wife. You're like, pretty salty over here. <laughs> well, I can't save your marriage, but okay. no. <laughs> she, she can one vegetable at a time. <laughs> <laughs> yes. that's, that's, uh, that's how it goes. Um, so we talked a little bit about, so cooking type, well, you mentioned that. Obviously, we're not doing, you know, we're not deep frying a turkey here or anything. Um, one of the, the big differences, and we talked a little bit about this before we went on the air, is, you know, with the addition and the popularity of flat tops, you know, the, the Blackstones and the griddle type mm-hmm. cooking surfaces. Now, whereas uh, a flame broiled, you know, or a, a truly grilled steak on an open flame, of charcoal or gas or whatever now you've got a flat top where you can you can hold things in the butter and in the sauce and um so you know is is that something you would say that people want to you know kind of be aware of just absolutely be aware of that fat content but those griddle style grills open up the doors for vegetables even more i think because in a typical great grill you need to be mindful of the size Mm -hmm. of pieces so Mm -hmm. they're not falling through or rolling off or into your flame where if you have that flat top griddle you can have really any size piece. And so it does open the door a little bit more. I think people are maybe a little more comfortable in throwing on some grilling because it is an easy transition from cooking 
indoors in a saucepan or in mm-hmm. a saute pan right. to outdoors. So that transition is a little more comfortable for people. I think that makes sense. Let's take a quick break and we'll come right back with more from April Graf on The Barbecue Show. The Barbecue Show will be right back. Welcome back to The Barbecue Show with Stunt and Jake. We're back on The Barbecue Show with April Graf. April, this is the this is the tricky subject that people don't like to broach a lot, especially, you know, me. Um, but the one thing we hear a lot about is uh, is like super charred and super cooked, and so we talk about you know things people talk about like oh you know when you're when you're uh, when you're searing that steak you're creating carcinogens and things along those lines. Is that is that I mean how much of a legitimate scare is that? It's a true statement. I mean, if you have that charred edges on produce on meat, it definitely adds to the carcinogenic effect. Um, do you know what helps? counteract that some vegetable probably some vegetables (laughs) antioxidants and vegetables they're actually they kind of go around and negate the negative effects so again this quarter plate protein even if it's covered in saucy salty charred bits so would like would a fruit salad do the same thing well, is your fruit salad pudding and Cool Whip and no. mandarin oranges? <laughs> like, are you, is it a Minnesota fruit well, salad? Well, she called you out immediately on that. I was thinking more like uh, more like with grapes. Okay, I'm talking wine. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. I could tell Wine's... you didn't have a good heart behind that question. Wine's an antioxidant, though, isn't it? Yeah, I'm yeah. just thinking, you know, I'm having a salad. Dark uh, chocolate is, right? It's grapes. Okay, I'm drinking wine. Um, so, but there, I guess, and the point is, and I think this is uh, important for us and our listeners to hear from a dietitian, is that, well, you are creating some of those carcinogens and some of those things, uh, you can kind of counterbalance that a little bit if you have what I guess they say on TV is a full balanced meal. (laughs) Yes. Again, eating healthy isn't complicated. Moderation is, it's boring, but it's very effective. Mm -hmm. It it makes a big difference in what you do. Absolutely. I mean, I can tell when I, when I change my portion sizes to try to be healthier, I, ju- I feel better. It just doesn't mm-hmm. stay that long. So I'm like, well, I'm going to really go for some more of that. <laughs> that great. But if I, I limit myself for a certain amount, you know, I'm going to be healthy this week. It's always last about a week. Yep. And then uh, you feel better, but then it goes away quickly because you're like, well. I had what? a smaller portion. I feel amazing. I, I, I bet I would feel more amazing if I had another smaller portion. <laughs> <laughs> and then another. See? You're inside my head. You get it. <laughs> that's, how that, that's how that works. But I think the important thing is that, and you kind of touched on this, you can still eat healthy, but you can still have fun with it and you can still make it, uh, you know, make it part of that barbecue grilling process and still make it delicious. You can. And that's something that a lot of people, I think, forget is, I mean, you guys have an entire show dedicated to barbecuing, probably mostly meat. Correct. If we, we, we were to dabble. spend... <laughs> well, yes. Well, we, we, I mean, we've had shows about the vegetables and grilling, yeah. I mean, grilling fruits and different things like, you know, pineapple is amazing on the grill and uh, peaches and things like that. Really, you can do a lot of great things. But if you were to spend a fraction of the time, energy, attention that you spend on marinating and rolling and wrapping and seasoning and resting and cutting and certain pellet flavors on your vegetables, instead of just thinking of them as an afterthought saying, oh, I'll, I'll throw some peppers on. Oh, I'll throw this on. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, I'll, th- I'll put a steamer bag in the microwave. Like If you were to spend a fraction of the energy that you do on finding recipes and perfecting your methods on vegetables... You'd love them too. That's a very valid point. And like at our house, we're not afraid of vegetables as much at my house as, as you know, stunt is. But <laughs> um, but I do find that we we do the, the, the go-to easy 
most of the time. Oh, we're having steaks tonight? Great. We'll throw some asparagus on the grill. Mm-hmm. You know, hit it with a little olive oil, hit it with a little lemon juice, mm-hmm. bang. And it's easy and it's done. And we don't experiment and have fun like with vegetables the way we do with our meats. You know, we're always trying something different when it comes to, you know, how you do wings or ribs or whatever, but we never think of it that way with the vegetables and the fruits. And that's, that's a valid point. And the, the motto of our show is experiment and have fun. That's literally, we tell everyone every show. Uh, and, maybe, and then here we are not doing that with vegetables. Maybe we need to maybe we need to listen to a couple of our shows and take our own it's advice. A little bit looking in the mirror right now. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like we just had a breakthrough in here, you guys. My it really heart was kind something. of exploded a bit. I'm looking for some tissue. <laughs> It's nice. It really was. Well, can you tell us a little bit about some of the stuff you brought today? Yeah, you have a whole smorgasbord. Well, you must. I... Have, did you tell her this was TV? <laughs> <laughs> I, no, I did not. N- no, he did not. But I walked around the store and just grabbed a few things, thinking of some tips or tricks that I use at my house. So broccoli, easy to put on the grill. But if you put it as the whole stock, like don't cut it off into the little baby, baby florets. Just leave it on mm-hmm. the stock. Then you can grill it. It's easier to flip and turn around pull it inside, season it however you want, and then cut it off. Um, Because unless you have a grill pan or using like a flat griddle, it can fall Fall through. through. Mm -hmm. Okay. I'm weird. I like the stalk of the broccoli more than I like the little tree tops. Do you peel it first or do you just... Usually I'll peel it off just to get yeah. to the, the better part inside. Hmm. But mm-hmm. if I'm if we're cooking broccoli, I'm usually walking around eating the stalk. And, Interesting. Yeah. I like the cheese part of the broccoli. So. <laughs> 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 Terrible, terrible. Does that not come with it? Yeah. No. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. What do you, that avocado? An avocado. Have you ever grilled an avocado before? I have not. I I have thought about it. I, there's only one obstacle is that I just don't like avocados. <laughs> do you like guacamole? No. Oh. I would love guacamole if you could make it without the avocado. And it's just a it's just a flavor for me. Everyone else in my house loves yeah. them. By the way, there's there's always an avocado in our refrigerator, cut yep. in half because my kids go crazy for them. So grilling the avocado and a benefit of the avocado because it's high in healthy fats, you mm-hmm. don't have to brush it. Like it'll help non-stick, mm-hmm. keep itself from sticking. Mm. Grill this a little bit, get some of that good grill flavor on it and then make your guacamole with it oh. or slice it up and put it on top okay. of burgers is fantastic. Okay. Just yeah. adds. I mean, maybe not for you if you don't love a good. But I can see what you're saying. I, I, never, I just never considered it. Yeah, yeah. that's a great idea. Mm-hmm. Do you ever grill citrus before you season things? Like you had talked about putting the uh, little lemon juice lemon on the juice. asparagus and mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah. I've never thought of grilling it first. So cut it in half and then grill that as well. Again, you just add some of that depth of flavor and that hmm. smokiness to it, which is really fun. Excellent. I never thought of that either. This, that's a great <laughs> idea. I'm going to try that for sure. How about lettuce? Have you ever grilled I've lettuce? I've never grilled lettuce. Romaine no. specifically? Hmm. What, what do you color me interested. Yeah, yeah, what are you for cooking? Sure. How are you grilling there? What are you doing for those? So this is one of our go-tos in the summer because we almost always have the ingredients for it. But you take a, a head of romaine or a heart of romaine, cut it in half, leave the little stem on it so it stays together. Okay. Brush it with a little bit of olive oil, put it cut side down on mm-hmm. the grill. And this is after you've like pulled the meat off and the meat's resting. You can go back out with the lettuce. Let it sit there for maybe two minutes. You want just a little bit of char on it. Flip it over for another minute or two. Pull it inside and then serve with sliced tomato, some fresh grated Parmesan cheese and like a really yummy vinaigrette. 
you could put some bacon crumbles on it if your heart's desired. But it, it just does. It does. Always <laughs> does. But it's you you want it that nice crisp tender, but it just pulls in a little bit again of that grilled flavor. Nice. Not, it stays crisp. That, it stays crisp. That's the one thing I always hate when set lettuce and salads will ever get warm and soggy. It's like mm-hmm. that's the thing that immediately will turn me off of a salad or mm-hmm. eating any green because mm-hmm. I don't want that. I want the crispness. Yes, and that romaine will stay nice and crunchy. Okay. Um, yeah, iceberg would stay nice and crunchy as well. That's an excellent idea. I like that. Yeah, me too. And it's simple. Again, it takes just a couple minutes is all. Right. Don't have Interesting. Well, it's like when you make a, I mean, uh, lettuce wrap burger or something like that with that, I suppose then. Yeah, if you okay. wanted to. Yeah, and I see, uh, see, you know, I see you have peppers, and it looks like some t- uh, uh, mushrooms over there. Uh, we do a ton of stuff with those at our place. I mean, mushrooms and peppers are staples. Do you do the big portobellos as a burger? No. Oh wow! <laughs> like you can't see this on the radio. She's biting, she's biting, making a biting motion. Like she's using the portobellos as a bun for yeah. your burger. Then either as the bun or as the patty itself. Oh, or as the patty itself. As the patty, patty itself. Interesting. Season it up with your favorite little grill hmm. seasoning and as okay. the patty. If you a, love a good mushroom. A different approach, yeah. Mm-hmm. Interesting. So let me ask you this, because this is a common thing in our house, especially with steaks, is uh, sauteed mushrooms and then finish them off with uh, red wine so that they, they soak in the red. Is it, I mean, are we still getting the benefits of the uh, the mushroom or are we, again, negating those benefits with all the butter and the wine? No, you definitely are. So I want you to eat your vegetables because of what they do have. Okay. They do have fiber. They do have antioxidants. They do have vitamins and minerals. Whereas I think a lot of the messaging that we get behind vegetables is eat them for what they lack. They don't have calories. They don't have saturated fat. Ah, So that's where that mental switch of saying, ooh, if I'm eating them for what they don't have and I'm adding to it with cheese and butter and wine, right. am I negating that? The answer is no, okay. because I want you to get those fruits You and want to eat the vegetables in. no matter what. Yes. Okay. I mean, we can work on minimizing the cream, cheese, and bacon <laughs> right. things yeah. as we go along, but I want you to eat them. And if that means Velveeta on your broccoli, then that's better than no broccoli. All right. I'm learning something. Yeah. No, that's that, that's a legitimate thing. I guess I never looked at it that way before. Mm-hmm. I've always looked at it the same way, you know, and then mm-hmm. we look for ways to make them palatable mm-hmm. is kind of what we've always done. Right. And, um, and almost should. feel like it's cheating in a way. Like, right. oh, you know, I, yeah. yeah, I had broccoli, but I covered it in cheese sauce, you know? <laughs> so, but you're saying that it, it's still better than not having broccoli Correct. at all. Correct. Absolutely. Because you wouldn't just eat a piece of plain chicken or steak just like here, right? If you treat it like the right. conversation earlier, if you treated the meat like you do your vegetables, you probably wouldn't be as enthusiastic. So about the steak itself. If, yeah, you weren't if, you, if you're like not that. seasoning it. Yeah, mm-hmm. that, that makes complete sense. And it like, mm-hmm. sounds like we've been thinking about it all wrong, or at least I have. But. Hmm. Yeah, no, that's a that's a, that's a a very valid point. Huh. So let me ask you this as, uh, as we're getting close to running out of time here. Um, if people wanted to contact you or had questions, you know, how can they do that? Can they just just pop into hy or should they shoot you a Facebook message? Or you're always signal? welcome to smoke signal. No, you're <laughs> always welcome to stop into the store. I can't guarantee I won't be with another other customer. I have right. an office over by a pharmacy. Um, otherwise, you can call the Hilltop Hy-Vee, send an email, agraph at hyvee.com, reach out on social media. Either way, I'm a resource for customers to help answer questions on wherever you're at in your food journey and lifestyle journey so, and wanting um, better choices. 
do you do you charge me to, to do this? So how's that work? Uh, so it depends. So if okay. you want a sit down consultation, so let's say you really right. want to dig into something, then yes, uh, most commercial insurances do cover the cost oh. of meeting with a dietitian as a preventive service. So just like you go in for your physical and it doesn't, you don't have a deductible or copay, that's usually covered to talk to a dietitian. Um, again, depending on certain insurances and things. If you just have questions, like a couple questions, or want some more product based. Mm-hmm. Um, solutions, then that's a free service that we offer. Awesome. Maybe. That's yeah. great. Yeah. That's no, really, that's really been exciting to hear about. I mean, the, honestly, the Romaine Hearts thing is something I'd love to try because as much as I've never been a big, like I said, warm lettuce person, that mm-hmm. sounds like if it's going to stay crispy, I'm in on that. And there's a few other things you talked about today that, uh, I mean, I feel like I should not be learning about food at this age like that, but it was, it was good to know. <laughs> right. And, and, you know, despite my phobia to the uh, avocado, I, I could see my wife and my girls going crazy for that, you know, a grilled avocado like that. Same thing that, with the girlfriend yeah, too. I, think, I yep. think that would be a big hit for sure. So you got to remember a lot of times when uh, the difference between Sut and I is if my family's not home, I usually don't go outside and grill. I eat a frozen pizza because <laughs> sure. my grilling and time on the patio is always for everyone else. Sure. You know, I'm trying to make everybody else happy with it. So I will gladly grill avocados if people like them. I think that's a cool idea. Yeah, I like I that a lot. Like that. I see you have the cedar boards there for doing fish, which is a whole nother show if we get it into It is a fish. whole nother show. <laughs> In the summer, we actually have their like cedar wraps. Ooh. So they're thin enough that you could like wrap around a bunch of asparagus, for instance. Wow, okay. Yeah. Tie them up. So we have them in the summer. We don't have them in the winter. Hmm. So keep your eyes out for those. And then if you're grilling the wood like that, that's extra fiber. You're not going <laughs> to eat go. it. It doesn't like fiber doesn't jump off the Oh, it doesn't. Dang it. Thought we covered all the bases there for a second, oh. but I guess not. Keep that's dreaming. All. Yeah, we'll do that for sure. <laughs> April Graf, thanks so much for being a part of uh, joining us on the show today. This, is, this has been fascinating. Yeah, I really, I've really enjoyed this a lot. Thank I thought you. we were going to have yeah. to stretch. We're going to be like, all right, now what are we going to do? Uh, vegetables, great. <clears throat> thanks a lot. No, this oh, was fascinating. I am, uh, I'm, I'm excited now to try uh, some different things with vegetables so we can uh, go experiment and have fun with vegetables. Now go fire that thing up. The Barbecue Show. Hashtag. With Stunt and Jake. Hashtag. Like and follow us on Instagram and Facebook.